Hi guys, I'm Rich, one half of Beard and Bear. This is a message recorded on the 19th of June 2020. Due to ongoing revelations in the wrestling industry regarding currently emerging accusations against a number of UK independent WWE, NJPW and AEW wrestlers, we have felt compelled to affix this message to the start of our archived content. We have chosen to keep our archive content as is, for the purposes of transparency. Please be aware that discussions about wrestlers currently embroiled in the ongoing Britress abuse scandal were recorded before these revelations came to light. If you wish to hear our views on these accusations before you continue to listen to our archived content, please feel free to search for hashtag speaking out on our anchor.fm forward slash jfabe profile. In addition, on the back of recent protests and the Black Lives Matter movement, like everyone should, we have checked our privileges in context of what we have learned, particularly regarding sensitivity and microaggressions. I have discussed our past content with multiple people of various different races, creeds, religions, sexualities, genders um, from across our society, and feel some of it may not best reflect our views as they are currently held. However, This podcast has been left as it was originally released. Some opinions are kayfabe and are given by parody characters or personas that do not reflect the present views of Rich or Jay or the actors portraying them. Listener discretion is advised. Everything you hear from this point on is what was released on the original day of publishing. Thank you very much. Showing light. Uh, Rich and Jay. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> it's a special episode, it's Christmas break Woo! Wow. So year in review <laughs> yeah. Jay-Z's announced <laughs> We got some hardcore shit going down here <laughs> Baby you're the Baby you're the You guys are in for a treat today We'll do the entire year in review I got Jay on the line Ready to spit a few bars First, I'll take you back it's the start of 2019. It's Royal Rumble 2019. We're on the on our shoulders after Nia 14 and Becky's a cinched face. Rousey at Mania. Now there's nothing insaner than watching Twitter mob link. Vince thinks war comes from 72, but we've got double or nothing on all in two. Semicolon. Shy Town Blues for Walter's lost belt and Jericho's two got Who's arrested for ABH and I ain't got an hour to talk about ACH Is this appropriate appropriation or did I just get it wrong? Jordan smiles with a bitty bitty bum bum Vince puts us with shields to start team Just a shame he couldn't guard against Mark Lee I bet his ego got knocked when Brayton Fear and got more over in a week than Roman Reigns I'm all clear, yo! Moving in on Fox, Kofi hit Brock's rampage But the shock overwhelmed when Punk appears backstage I'll ask Velasquez if Horan outs the next phase Imagine the fury when Tyson got a payday. Oh, yeah. Say, Jay, the next verse is all yours. I'll give you AEW to spit a few bars. You never rhyme a mega like I can rhyme Nakamura. It's wrestling rap battle for a Christmas. Shut the door, Tess. Showing like Christmas break 2019. Believe your ears. We're definitely the Rich and Day podcasting feeds. Showing like Christmas break 2019. Believe your eyes. Rich and Jay, podcasting fiends. Double in his artist. 2019. Definitely the saddest. Definitely the saddest here. Believe your eyes. Really clever casting. What is it? What? What? What the fuck? What the fuck's going on? Jay? Jay, are you still there? Um.
computer's frozen. And everything stopped. Hey Rich, can you hear me? You picking me up? Um, Taz, what the fuck are you doing? Where are you? Are you living in the loft again? That was for one night. You know, I, I was down on my luck for one day and, oh, and all you've done is run No, no, I'm not living in the loft again. I'm communicating from you using an interdimensional speaker. Um, an, an interdimensional what? Uh, I think I'm just going to make it make it a bit simpler. Have you noticed the time is frozen? Um, come to think of it, I can't pick my whiskey glass up. And it's also hovering in the air. I did that. I, I did that. That was me. That is me. That's something I can do. Okay, you high. Surely if you could do that, you would have been a better wrestler. God damn, you're a dick. No, I'm not. I'm just telling the truth. Why do you always have to be a dick? I don't always have to be a dick. Why can't you just be a nice guy? No matter how many times you get reincarnated or sometimes you're a robot, you, you, you could just be a nice guy for a change. Just a nice guy. Okay, I'm coming in. Crazy. Taz? Taz? Finally, oh, I get to be the one to do this to you. Do what? After all these years, I get to see the look on your face. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Always wanted to do this. Uh, Dreams do come true. Oh, Dude. that's right. Dude, your entire that? world for you just going to be shattered. <laughs> what the hell is that appearing in the middle of my... This is the best day ever. Come to fucking you stupid fucking jackass. Uh, what? In there? Get the fuck in before I choke you out, you stupid son of a bitch. Alright, alright, fucking hell. Wow, it gets bigger when you're inside. Everybody should. Like Teddy Hart probably doesn't. Dude, that's not cool. Where the hell has all this come from? What is going on? This is you. I mean, my retarders. Is this alien? Time Duke. Yeah, that's, that sounds pretty damn alien to me. What the hell is going on? I go for a dump and you invite him aboard? You promised me you'd wait to show me the look on his stupid face! Holy shit! That's Jesse Ventura. What the fuck is going on here? Okay, kid. It's where it gets complicated. What the fuck are you doing with a robot version of me? Wow, wait till I tell Enzo this. I think it's time we cut to commercial. Let's make it an old school one. Hey beard. Hey bear. What do you like doing with your Sundays normally? Go to work. <laughs> well you just shut your mouth because that is over. Now you can go to work and instead of doing your job, you can listen to the Beard and Bear Power Hour. Whilst at work. Whilst at work. Or, or never know. Or, or on the bus. Or or or, or what are other things? In the bath. What yeah, on the in the bath, in the bath, don't. On the sofa. On the sofa yeah, yeah, yeah. In um, your bedroom. On a roller coaster. On an aeroplane. On in, in, in maybe. 
Yeah. yeah Train. Whilst wrestling. Whilst wrestling. He's coming Whilst around. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. What the fuck? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I got hit my head on the floor. Randy Orton to is, it, is that my voice? What is... At the same time. That's Jay. But we never recorded this. The fuck's the Beard and Bear Power Hour? It's something that the real Rich and the real Jay created in their own universe. What do you mean the real Rich and the real Jay? I'm the real Rich? Obviously. Yeah, in the same way that I'm a real governor. When did you start a podcast? Me and Jay started a podcast. Oh, um, October. We've only done three episodes. We've not done that many. It's called Showing Light. And it's a wrestling podcast about WWE, AEW. We're thinking about doing a bit of New Japan. Okay, you ever heard of the multiverse? Like in Rick and Morty or A Brief History of Time. Uh, guys, sorry to interrupt, but I usually have the um, market cornered when it comes to metatextual humour. Just roll a fucking clip. How about that? Really? Your big Christmas episode that you've been building up to is going to be a fucking clip show. Mine wasn't. Me and Jay were just going to sit around and talk about wrestling. Yeah, well, we had that before yourself, indulgent douche. Okay, ouch. So in this other universe, Rich and Jay started a wrestling podcast back at Royal Rumble 2019. Hey, Internet. Welcome to JFabe. My name is Rich. I am the Bullwell Boozerweight. And I, I'm, I am going with that. Stop looking at Bullwell me like that. Bruise away. Bullwell bruise away. Oh, bruise away. Yes. Bruise away. Bruise away. Yes. I I've got whiskey yeah. in my hand. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that is my erstwhile companion, Jay. Jay, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> Jay's shrugging for those of you without television sets. I do a lot of shrugging. <laughs> he does it. Yeah, no, it does. We're, we're, we're communicators at heart. We, we communicate orally and <laughs> <laughs> also not so orally. Oh my god, these guys are awful. They're not very good at all. That's what an intro sounds like. Give them a chance, they're just starting out. <laughs> Robot Boy, can we just skip until something good happens? Oh, thank God he said that. The early episodes suck. Tamatonga has been making fairly big waves, though, this week um, due to him calling Enzo Amore a cancer. Um, are you, uh, have you seen much of this? I think I've read, read about it, but... Um, yeah, I've, I've read about it, but I don't really remember what it was, what was said. Well, I can go take you through it all, actually, and I think I should, because it sounds great fun. Um, so... Tanga um, started off this is on the back of obviously Enzo and Cass's um, big interruption of um, the Super Show at Madison Square Garden. Um, what up, real one? I'll just address you straight up. You ain't got to call up the locker room. It was me. It was fucking me, her real one. You real fucking idiot. You know why? You know why we ain't letting you in? Because you're a cancer. We don't want that spread in our workplace. You're a fucking cancer. You talk about bringing in money. Oh, shit, no. We're talking about you killing our business. You're a cancer, not on my watch, bitch. 
was um, the original. Oh yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Words from Tanatunga, yeah. <laughs> um, Enzo's response there was, "You got to be able to. Um, you got to be able to do better than that, bro." Oh, sorry, I'm going to do it in his voice. You got to be able to do better than that, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. That's it. Using the C word. The C word. Come on, you little cunt. Better pick a better word. I listen. I do that what I do because it works. That's why I don't listen to nobody. Unlike you, you gotta listen to so many people just go out there through a fucking curtain. I can just jump a guardrail, beat the shit out of people. You can watch and do nothing and be mad at yourself. Don't be mad at me, bro. I'm just doing what I do better than anyone else in the world. That's why I do things my way, my way, my way or the highway. And clearly you chose the highway because whatever the fuck you're doing ain't working, okay? Because you're driving down the highway, you had directional on for far too long because you ain't getting over. That's um, Enzo Amora's response Bro. there. Yeah. I don't know. It sounded um, a, bit like, a bit like Ritz Russo, mate. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it sounded like if Vince Russo and Taz had kind of a, a kind of a love child. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah, you're right. <laughs> of course, um, of course, Tonga um, was quick to respond and absolutely owned um, Enzo Amore um, by saying, "Yes, I use the c-word. You're a cancer, Enzo. Just keeping it real." one guys like you don't get knocked out by wrestlers you get knocked out by the bottom rope not the top the bottom rope <laughs> just keeping it real one guys like you enzo are so desperate you gotta wear a wig to get your old job back just keeping it real one bray wyatt this week um set the internet on fire again with his second funhouse segment um thoughts really 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 enjoying them yeah it's it's just phenomenal work isn't it um i i literally just don't make him a wrestler just leave him like that forever as far as i'm concerned um the rambling rabbit was cool um the constant references back to his previous gimmick um, really, really cool. What we've got is WWE. Rather than scrapping something and kind of breaking, and then and then just finding a new gimmick or finding a new shtick, like somebody going through a big old box of gimmicks and putting on a different costume. What they're instead doing is building on a character um, in a believable yet slightly haunting way, and I think it's phenomenal. <laughs> What's the word of the day? Sociopath. <laughs> Just fantastic. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I I really am enjoying it. He's, I love the fact that he's even changed he's even changed his jumper so that he looks it looks like it's happening on a different day. Just little touches like that, just absolutely fantastic. I like his gloves because obviously he listens to him like they're talking to him. Yeah, I mean his gloves are talking to him, and that's kind of interesting. Hurt and heal. Um, you'll also notice that. Um, <clears throat> you'll also notice that although the left hand is considered sinister um, the left is usually the evil hand when it comes to classic kind of classic kind of storytelling um, and that goes way back to the origins of the word sinister which actually meant of the left hand um, that is the one that says heal um, which 
if you actually look at the um, symbolism as far as to, as far as actual classical classical kind of artistic statements would go, it would be hurting someone to heal them um, with his left hand. Which um, did I just go too deep? I don't think so. I think yeah. with Bray Wyatt, you've got to go that way. Yeah, okay, fair play. Well, yeah, his, his sinister hand, his left hand, his evil hand, um, as it would be considered to the Greeks and the Romans um, and to the medieval English, is the one with heel written on it. Um, whereas hurt is obviously a dominant hand. So, I mean, in both situations, it's a, it's a reversal, um, as the right hand in Western philosophies would be the healing hand. Um, so even that is... Just those little touches that probably weren't even thought about, but there you go. You just remember Fireflies. Yeah. He'll light the way, and all you have to do is let him in. <laughs> is two hours too long, I think, is the first question when it comes to SmackDown. <laughs> I think she'll have it for two days, actually, one hour each day. <laughs> yeah, that would save the audience from fatigue. That would save yeah, the audience would. from fatigue. Um it is going to three hours though it's definitely doing that well i hope yeah. that i hope that when it does i mean we haven't got much to talk about this week in regards to smackdown because it's been pretty rote i mean the fact that they're doing alistair black introduction vignettes even though he's been on every single fucking show for the last six months <laughs> is the most absurd. kind of did it the wrong way around <laughs> yeah Ooh, how does wrestling work fucking idiots um I mean, that is just... Why would you do that? They're still quite interesting, though. Well, yeah, no, they're good. I quite, quite enjoy them. They're good vignettes. Just imagine how over Alistair Black would have been had they have actually done that, rather than just, you know... Put him in a tag team. Why is it that WrestleMania season is just wrestling's early ejaculation? <laughs> That's pretty much how it's booked. Basically, Vince McMahon walks into a creative meeting, pisses all over all of their plans, says, think outside the box, spunks out four NXT superstars right into the middle of it, and then just disappears. Fuck slow yeah. build. You know, fuck actual storytelling long term. Um, sorry, Alistair Black's vignettes are good. What else was on? Wow, those guys are actually pretty good. Yep, they were riding a wave, and it went really, really well. And then, they made a fatal mistake. Uh, do we really have to listen to this? Well, it tells the story, so I guess we have to. Uh, you're such a fucking dick, Rich. You're such a fucking dick. I'm gonna do the thing. Do you wanna hear me do the thing? If you have to, as long as it ends in you playing the fucking tape. <laughs> oh dear me right then it is time for the stupid youtube guy of the week never using that again <laughs> that was really really annoying so um nine hours ago a youtube user called posted spoilers on two wwe hall of fame 2019 inductees um honky tonk man that i can believe and apparently taz taz tumbleweed 
<laughs> no, no, Taz. Taz was great, and he used to love you. Love Taz, and he used to love you. Do you um, see him as Hall of Fame material, considering that he spent the last 10 years slagging off the WWE? <laughs> probably not. But no. he was a really good commentator for them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know he followed Taz Show on Twitter. <laughs> We're here live on SmackDown with Taz. Ooh, he hit him with something. Ooh. <laughs> That's what you sound like. That's what you sound like, Taz. It's fucking Doku. He probably could. Yeah, Dead. Probably. Dead. <laughs> Fuck you. So, um, Fuck you both. Yeah, I'm going to be bleeping out name um when i do that but um anybody who wants to listen to out for that they can they can find that um i i 100 percent. all right let's put it this way if it ends up in the hall of fame 2019 i will do a solo podcast live of the entire fucking show um as penance which show the Hall of Fame ceremony this year. Oh, okay. Well, you you can do that. Yeah, exactly. I don't really want to. But that is how that is how one hundred percent. I do not expect. I'm not watching the Hall of Fame ceremony because Taz is not going in the Hall of Fame. Frame by frame. Yeah, frame by frame. So wait, what was what was your problem with just some random guy calling you out on his podcast and having a laugh with his mate? We're actually, I'm really, really protective of my own personal brand. So, it was really important to me to protect it. But more to the point, me and him had history. You see, Taz is from a race known as the Sultanas. The, the what, like the, like the current? Like the currents. Don't be so fucking racist. I'll have you. I'll have you replaced by Wade Barrett. You son of a bitch. Yeah, dude. That's that's really not cool. That's that's so not cool. So yeah, he's he's part of the Sultan Empire, Commander in Chief of the War Council, who went rogue, self-liberated, and in a stupid, crazy, youthful exuberance. Who the fuck do you think you are, my dad? Oh, one day, Taz, you'll find out I'm much, much fucking worse. Yeah, why didn't you make a thing of it, old man? If you guys could stay on top of Shut the, the fuck up, up, you stupid robot. Okay, yeah. He killed the original Taz. Mortally displaced. And assumed his identity. It was going spare anyway. Then, he tried to marry Stephanie And he would have got away with it too, if it wasn't for that meddling rich. He thinks... That Rich sabotaged his plan, viciously stole my girl from me, and decided to go on a vendetta. She, I'm very protective of my brand, so I did some research, and I realized that Rich wasn't what he seemed. Yo, Rich, hey, Jay, this Taz, not the orange wearing water selling motherfucker, but the OG Taz. I heard about your bet. Bet you real happy you won it, motherfucker. Well, I hope you know I'm very excited about your new broadcast. Some people be bit about losing everything to that posse of green guys, but me? It just made me excited. Fucking angles, bitch. You putting angles over me? You wanna go J-Fabe, motherfucker? You wanna see what real J-Fabe is? You go find out. 
time when everyone must step up. For some it's to travel to seek out their dreams. For some it's the culmination of a lifetimes. To others it might be up in their game to create something they're truly proud of. For us it's about raising of standards, going beyond that which is on the surface, the outdated tyranny, the mediocre homogeny, week in week out of contract signings, identikit mountains of terribly aborted angles and becoming something more than the sum of our parts. In the channel to your left, a man who did that on May the 4th, traveling to Progress Wrestling's Super Strong Style, where he saw a veritude of amazing competition from the world's best. Weighing in at slightly tipsy, he's a black belt at laughing out loud, his beard is Jay. In the channel to your right, a man who does his own introductions, weighing in at double or nothing and hoping it's not over 16 stone, because he's really trying hard on this diet. It's me, it's Bear, this is JFPN, this is the podcast with Beard and Bear, episode one, Super Cyan style, day one. For those of you hoping to hear another episode of Beard and Bear Power Hour, do not worry, do not fear, we'll be continuing that on this very channel, which is anchor.fm forward slash jfabe where it will be appropriately renamed the beard and bear unhappy hour where you can get all of your usual news and speculation from ourselves concerning wwe's embarrassingly turgid output aew's endless speculation and reality post kayfabe internet wrestling news of course we are available in other places as well anchor apple podcast google podcast spotify breaker overcast pocketcast radio public and stitcher until then this sounds like progress to me and we will be there for every single episode of Super Strong Cell 16 Tournament. We will be coming back with the unhappy hour this weekend. This is JFPN, and we're finally arriving. Hey, Jay, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, awesome intro there, there, Rich. It's it's nice to to, you know, he's my guy, obviously. Don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Fucking hate you, mate. <laughs> I, 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 I can't imagine he'd have anything, anything bad to say about me. Me and Taz, we go, we go way back, further back than anyone could ever imagine. I'm sure he has lots of different thoughts about the things he could possibly do to me while he sits there lonely, imagining what could have been. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Super Strong Style 16, day one. All right, then. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, the civil version of me does sound a little bit unprofessional. You shouldn't be entering a war of words with you like that. That's, That's not cool. You see, I said that. I said he was unprofessional. That's exactly what a professional is. He's hardly like Corey Graves, is he? You know what I mean? No, he's he's much, much worse. Really? Because he just sounds like some average dude to me. Well, over time, it was revealed that that's exactly what he wasn't.
dynamic contrast of styles I and mean, used the whole ring and the surrounding uh, the areas and it was with ease as well and these two know exactly what they're doing yeah. in that ring I mean the level of ring awareness was just incredible um, from these two it was like um, well it was just like almost going back in time and seeing a young kind of Ricky the Dragon steamboat just just kind of fight but we can't we can't do that we can't we can't go back in time we could never go back in time it's just a pipe dream jay it's just a pipe dream anyway paul robinson and darby <laughs> allen fought later um did they? <laughs> they did indeed um i love paul robinson's kind of mid noughties word art titantron that was kind of like time traveling back to the 90s itself um yeah i would i would watch a lot more of the women's product on wwe if they were um if they were allowed to be as equivalent um to the male competitors that i see on the show as these guys were because that was that was a really really good time um thoroughly enjoyed it and really behind session moff she may actually be one of my favorite wrestlers at the moment um just because of what <laughs> what's going on what's happened <laughs> i know i know i did at one point say that there would only ever be one um for me And her name was Rita, and she was beautiful. Oh, Rita, come back to me. Moving on, um, we get a (laughs) promo vid. Um, (laughs) Devlin goes into boxing mode. He pummels Star. It's a great reference to his fighting Irishman namesake. That's a wrestler who appeared in a 1977 tape I saw once. Um, from the then brand new electric ballroom in Camden but that was a different lifetime so distant yet so close the two brawl to the top rope where does that noise come from? what noise? Okay, so he appears to be doing a lot of um, Doctor Who references right here. Doctor Who? You know, Doctor Who, like the, the guy, the Time Lord thing with on BBC. What? Yeah, we don't know what that is. What do you mean you don't know what Doctor Who is? Who is Doctor Who? No, what is Doctor Who? No, what invented the light bulb? When? No, when was the subject of that song? Tell me when will I see you again? That's a really exotic name. Yeah, I think when was Chinese. It's what Chinese as well. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Who? No, what? No, I don't think what was Chinese, but I think who may have been. Yeah, Rich, will you stop wasting our time and talking about this Chinese doctor? Yeah. Yeah, just he's right for a change. Um, yeah, you're just wasting our time. Yeah, what a fucking time waste. All right, all right, fuck you all. Carry on telling your stupid little story. Well, before I was so rudely interrupted by whoever you were talking about, whatever you were talking about, whenever you were talking about it. That's that's a really good bit. I hope you do that more. I had found the keys to this rich's deep, dark past, and it was his keys to a Zamboni. Yo, bitch, it's me again, OJ Taz, man. You still wear the angles on me? Angle over me, bitch? You make some whispers to your boys up in Connecticut and I 
tortured upon a dial. I get a short straw. Played to talk about on that broadcast of yours. You took my woman from me, so I take your woman from you. Somehow, this is leaving more questions than answers. What the hell's this fucking water thing? You see, sultanas like Taz need a constant source of water, um, in order to survive. Keeps me young and sharp. Okay, so what's all this about Triple H? Okay, so, like, in order to marry Stephanie, you have to kill Triple H because it's like, um, the Rue. And then DX doesn't happen, and then I get my Hall of Fame ring. That was Taz's theory anyway. So I assume that you have footage of this whole Taz and Rich war from... No, we um, like to take that old footage and kind of reference it, but we never actually use it at all um, in any of our shows. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of the old style fans, they call it classic JFabe, but JFabe lost its funding kind of in the late 90s and then went off the air for like 20 years. And when it came back, we decided to reboot the entire thing with new cast and characters and all of those kind of things um, so we do reference the old stuff but but kind of never really touch it um, because all the actors are different and all the sets wobbled and stuff um, Jay Fabians um, are what we call the classic Jay Fabe fans it's um, they have conventions and you know people dresses people dresses the time dukes um, with with scarves and shit it's, it's, it's all good fun but um, we just try and avoid it Wait, sorry, is this is this another Doctor Who reference? What? No! Who? When? Why? Oh, you never mentioned a why before. That's that's a new one. If you could stop ridiculously distracting us with all this bullshit, Rich, um, we have a wrestling podcast to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, sorry. My bullshit. So anyway, Rich was on to me, and he knew exactly what my plan is, even if he hadn't really mentioned it to any of his fans. 
And then, it all came together at the end of Procast 3, available in the archives to anybody who's interested. You see, Progress Wrestling like to do classic shows. Um, those were shows that were um, unaired footage from different decades, and in this case, the next Progress show was scheduled to be set in the 1980s. Of course, Rich was devastated when he found out he couldn't be there. Taz had laid a trap for him. Of course. It's been one of our better podcast shows so far. Absolutely one of the best wrestling events I've ever witnessed. To have been there, to see it with my own eyes would have been wonderful, but that's just fanciful. It's not like we can just go back in time and I can be there with you to see Super Strong Style 16 again. The next time you'll hear Progcast will be for Chapter 89, another show I'd love to see. Chapter 89 is at the Electric Ballroom in Camden on May 26th, 1988. Now you're just taunting me, aren't you? (sighs) Fanciful tales of time travel darting around the universe in my Zamboni, and it's not like anyone here can be told about it. No one will believe it if ever I said it, even if she came back to me. My Rita, so beautiful. Forgotten loves. She moved with such grace. Sometimes I just wish. I feel if I could shout loud enough, she'd hear my call and we could go and watch the classics again. The Ricky Steamboat Randy Savage classic. Hackenschmidt and Gosh going two hours before the NWA even crowned a new champion. I never saw the third Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions. Ah, oh, the smells of the Roman amphitheatre stained with the blood of a fresh pin. Of course, back then they used real pins. That's where it got its name from, you know. Not that this means anything to you. Here goes Rich on another non sequitur. He never loved a woman, you say. I never loved a woman, Jay, because no woman could ever match up to Rita. And I wished I'd have told her I loved her when she was still here. But now it's too late, and she's gone forever. That's it. That's her. That's the sound of her engine. I can't believe it. Oh, she's back and she is more beautiful than ever. She is here. Oh, Rita, you absolute barnstormer. That's her. It's it's Rita. It's my Rita. It's my retardis. Jay, grab your favorite beard wax and 13 pounds sterling. We're going back to 1988 and we are going to paint the town red. We are going to see that show and no one can stop us. The Beard and Bear podcast is going back to 1988 and maybe we won't stop there. Have you ever tried a Luther's trouser press? How about wondering where Bullet Club got its name? That was me. Get ready to do bullet bourbon shots off Kenny Omega's nipples, my friend. When I get to yours, you better have a sandwich ready. Who's that voice? Jay, something's wrong with my retardis. She's spinning out of control. I'm throwing her into emergency mode because I'm trattering you to follow me. Now be warned, time travel without a retardis will lead to you shitting your pants. Wait, what the fuck? Rich is the time duke. Yep, Rich is the one. Wait, does that mean this is his retardis? Uh, no. Yes, 
This is Richard's retardus. This is the retardus that belonged to Rich from our universe. Wait, wouldn't that make doing a podcast really, really hard? How do you mean? Well, a podcast is typically a medium where the personalities of the people on there carry it. If one of those characters are a time duke, which is a very unrelatable element in such a situation, then obviously it would create an artificial barrier between him and the listeners. It makes a lot of sense, actually. I wish Richard thought about that before he implemented such a thing. Well, he didn't, and there are many more important things for him to worry about. Like, for instance... She, after Richard's adventure with Jesse, where they formed my plan to kill Triple H, he and Jesse went back to 1986 for some unspecified reason. That sounds ominous. Some questions are better left unanswered. I finished my career in WWF, opened up a gym, and the theory is the retardus was just left there. Wait, where did Rich go between 1986 and that first podcast then? That sounds like it could be a mystery for another day. Or maybe it never gets explained, who knows? The point is, my plan was to send Rich back to 1986 and his present day retardus, hold him hostage and then force him to watch as I destroyed his old retardus and doing all of his work back in the 1990s, which of course would mean that I would get my Hall of Fucking Fame ring. Wow, when you say it out loud, that seems really badly conceived. Well, it was supposed to be like a one-shot, but, um, like, feedback was actually really, really good. So how did your really stupid plan go? <laughs> gotcha now, Rich. I locked the console on your retarders to the last date you went to, and your friends can't help you. I'm gonna kill you. Then, I'm gonna take a chainsaw to your retarders. Undoing all the work you did. Rare, my name's Taz. Alexa, can you order me a chinsaw? There are no results for chinsaw on Amazon Prime. Are you searching for coleslaw? God damn it. Make yourself useful. Tap into my time ship's time core and search for time juke DNA pre-1995. Fix on the UK. There are 316 instances of time duke incursions in pre-1995 Britain. Would you like to buy a 10-pack of pogs? Damn it, Alexa. Cross-reference it against the DNA of the time duke known as Rich, a.k.a. Bear. There are 315 instances of time duke incursions matching the parameters of Rich, a.k.a. Bear in pre-1995 Britain. Would you like to buy a subscription to Big Bear Tops magazine on Amazon Blue? People who bought this also bought a 55-liter industrial-sized drum of soluble lube, a perfect gift for Father's Day. Okay, Alexa. Do a pre-1995 search for JFPN in the historical archives. Searching. I have found one historical record of JFPN in the 20th century. In 1991, during the decommissioning of the old Cold War emergency broadcast system, BBC Radio Foundation found an old radio longwave substation in Little Wanjing on Tyne, which it was postulated had housed a pirate radio station for a brief period between May 8, 1986, and early June 1988. JFPN was stenciled onto a wall amongst other writings. The call sign was also etched on the wooden broadcast desk, on which the long-wave radio transmitter's microphone and mixing desk were kept. The date was discerned due to carbon testing conducted on the etchings, along with an open tin of new coke. It is thought that the occupants had taken a sip of new coke before leaving without a trace. Anomalies reported suggest whoever drank the coke was so disgusted with the flavor of the carbonated beverage they spat it out in disgust. The British government classified this document at the highest level, due to the DNA tests conducted on the saliva, which indicated extraterrestrial origin. 
Would you like to buy a box set of Season 3 of Star Trek The Next Generation on VHS? <laughs> I had a dog and his name was Enzo. Head for May 8th, 1986. Little wanging on time. Taz, your chronoton drive was substantially damaged by the forced locking of the retardus navigation system. Any trip back in time might lead to a complete collapse of the time core, and may lead to you being trapped. Would you like to buy a navigation array for a 24th century Sultana time ship using Amazon Prime? God damn it, Alexa. I didn't ask you to think. Just jump. Jumping. Heading for May. 1986. Great. Location lock on any time Duke DNA in the UK at that time. Cannot comply. All known time Dukes are in Irving, Texas for the third Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions during this time frame. All right. Go to the location of the Time Duke known as Rich, a.k.a. Bear, during that time. There are no known instances of the Time Duke known as Rich on Earth during the Alida time frame. That, that's not possible. Alexa, abort the jump. Cannot comply. As previous warnings stated, you only have a one trip. Would you like me to order you some hairspray? No! Reaching out, smarted me again. To be fair, it sounded like you outsmarted yourself there. Regardless, I ended up crash landing on Earth in 1986 and was then stuck there. I couldn't find Rich anywhere. He was gone off all of my radars. All of your radars? How did that happen? You see, Time Jukes have this trick. It's called a chameleon circuit. Okay, and tell me all about this chameleon, Sirqua. It rewrites the biology of the Time Duke, turning them into a full-on human. I was searching for a fresh instance of Rich the Time Duke on, in 1986. I found none. So Taz had to hunt him down the old-fashioned way. Wait, what the hell happened to Jay during all of this? He got pulled back into 1986 as well. It was hilarious. Yep. My understanding is Jay searched for many years um, in 1986 and eventually he found Rich as a human being known as Joseph Fabe. Oh, Jay Fabe, now I get it. Oh, I'm glad someone finally does. Everybody got it. It was just really, really bad. I quite like it. That's because your taste is laughable. So how did Jay know to find him? Jay, it's me, Rich, aka Bear. I'm contacting you as we spin uncontrollably through the time vortex using my telepathic powers. I have so much I wanted to tell you about my secret identity as a time duke, but I never had the chance. And the thing is, when you see me next, I'm going to change. I need you to be strong, big guy. I'm sorry. These dramatic moments always make me so emotional. There are two robot duplicates who will be taking our place in 2019. You will wake up in the 1980s. I can't guarantee where or when. First thing you must do is change your pants. It's due to the aforementioned shitting yourself. Then, seek me out. You'll be able to find me if you just look for Jay Fabe. Okay. This is all becoming very, very silly. Yeah, it's becoming really, really silly. So when we next saw Rich, he was running a pirate radio station out of Little Wanging on Time. 
Oh, I love this episode. This is my favorite episode. It's the funniest episode they did. Wait, aren't you the heel in this episode? That doesn't matter. I can appreciate a funny episode. I'm talking, of course, about Podcast 4, 1988, available in our podcast archive. Make a magic flashback sound. This is a digitized recording of B2 from Project Zamboni, JFPN, last known episode. It was recorded from the Manworth Hill listening station on the 7th of June, 1988. It is property of the Ministry of Anomalous Affairs. Its classification is Euclid. Please ensure only signed stakeholders receive via armed convoy with express permission of the Office of Temporal Affairs. It is June 1988 and of course once again this song is number one and it's like it's going to be number one forever it is specifically saturday the 18th of june as always the joseph fabian pirate radio network is available on 316 medium wave across the whole of the channel i am joined by my ever favorite intern jay he has an interesting gimmick he's from the future say hello jay hey joseph how are you going Yes, he says he's from Nottingham, um, which is interesting. Of course, we all know Nottingham. We're more familiar with it for the famous wrestler, one half of The Undertakers, the only Undertakers of wrestling, of course. That's Baseford's Bob Abbott. Um, So, do you know Bob Abbott? Jay? Can't say that I do, Joseph. Oh. Well, he's definitely one of the best hookers this side of the time. That is certainly true. Today, we are going to be talking about Progress Wrestling. That's a name I haven't heard in nearly 10 years, but a tape was recently dropped on my lap by yours truly, actually, um, of a 19... 88 I think it was May the 26th it was a ta- it was a tape that was handed over to me um, and after I after I blew on the connector and um, obviously switched from laserdisc mode to VHS mode on my television um, I was able to watch it and it was it was quite interesting it was really quite interesting Jay, maybe some movies you've never seen before there Joseph um yes yes there were some very very interesting moves um of course some of them i'm quite familiar with like the figure four invented by george scott of course or perfected by him as some might say um i mean is this is certainly very far away from the world of mark rocco and marty jones of course wait this is all becoming really far-fetched now 
Okay, this is the far-fetched bit. Go on, tell me why. Well, come on, Progress Wrestling, that chapter. Even though it was set in 1988, we all know that it didn't surface until 2019. And what's the point? Well, who sent them a copy of a video that only surfaced in 2019, back to 1988? Well, whether you like it or not, Rich and Jay weren't the only people who had time-traveled who were in 1988. That does mean that we do have to go for a break, because this is a commercial radio station. I am making money by selling advertising space, so I would like to introduce our next advert. So, um, yes, we'll be back after this short message from our sponsor, who recently got in contact with me for some reason. Don't know who he is. Hey, it's me, Jesse the Body Ventura. Pitiful lats, terrible delts, trickle-down economics meaning a lack of gym equipment. There's a conspiracy going on. A conspiracy against your health. Welcome to Jesse the Body Ventura's Perfect Body Shop Emporium, only available through American Mail Order Distribution Center. I've recently become the proud owner of 340 tons of dietary supplements that no one will allow me to legally sell, and I'm passing the savings on to you. My dietary supplements have helped many of the hot American stars build their muscles to unreasonable levels, including but not limited to Dino Bravo, Marty Jannetty, Chico Santana. These have been approved for use in the WWF by your favorite verified Italian doctor, El Vincenzo McMahon. Just take one of these a day by the medically approved method of injecting directly into the space between your toes and you will find yourself growing hair where you thought you didn't have any. Muscles in places where muscles shouldn't grow and it will make your pee a healthy shade of green. You can eat all of your favorite foods and still add muscle, including McDonald's nuggeted chicken, beef drippington, Wimpy's bender burgers. It just takes 12 minutes of working out a day and a healthy dose of crippling diarrhea to flush out all the unhealthy muscle-killing toxins and you're all set. Be the talk of the town or the beach by being able to completely use the only muscles women are interested in, the chest and arms. Just don't stand near any open flames or pregnant women and you're all set. Sign up today for our 90-day supplement course, just 99 pounds sterling, and get an extra 30 days free. Plus, that's not all. You'll also receive a wonderful cassette tape of my delicate, beautiful singing voice being utilized in the way it always should have been. You'll receive Jesse's workout tape, including lots of motivational and modern hits from the 1980s. Today from our American Distribution Center, care of Nix Kamichikawawa. That's Morales Number 43, Jacona de Placenta Centro, the American city of Quarrel Retro 59800 today. Or call our American operators available on the telephone number 5235 mm, That's so American, you can smell the apple pie on every box. Warning. Dietary supplements require consistent injections to maintain muscle mass. Diarrhea. 
rare has been known to solidify and block drainage flushing. These dietary supplements are supplied for novelty purposes only and are only suitable for dogs. Supplements do not come with their own needles. El Vincenzo McMahon may not be a doctor. Side effects include anal leakage, nipples falling off, impotence, losing the ability to see the color blue, 15 types of cancer, terrible dress sense, vomiting your own lungs up, black finger, popcorn mud, stomach ulcers, urethral bleeding, gout, becoming a Republican governor, oral flatulence, and mild cases of death. Please don't consult a doctor before taking. That was our sponsor. Very, very pleased. Did that guy die at the end? I, I think he was singing. I think that product is going to be dangerous for people. I don't know why you're advertising that. Well, this is a pirate radio station. We are born to be bad. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Moving on. I made a funny. It was about born to be bad. So that's out now, isn't it? <laughs> well, with all that was going on and all of the different things queuing Rich up to remember 2019, it wasn't long before he had telltale time traveler flashbacks. A retardist noise. Yeah. Retardist. What the doctor did, he went back in time. That's it. Yeah. That's her. That's the sound of her engine. I can't believe it. Grab your favourite beard wax and 13 pounds sterling. We're going back to 1988. That's time travel. Time travel. Yeah, time travel. Time travel. Joseph, it's me, Rich. This can of coke contained your time duke energy. You've been hiding from an evil entity known as OG Taz for two years, posing as a human in 1988. But everything Jay is saying about being from the future is true. I need you to do something for me. I need you to open the can and drink the new Coke. Who are you? What is this nonsense? Meris, are you playing a trick on me? I've just explained who you are. This nonsense is called exposition, and Meris is a post-1988 reference from Frasier, which means the psychic Time Duke energy is already leaking out the can. If you don't open this can by the end of the broadcast, all the Time Duke will escape through the thin, recyclable aluminium, and you'll never be able to return to the future. And I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, because it means Joseph Fabian will die. Die? You didn't say anything about me dying. What about... Did you, did you not hear it? I have no idea what you're talking about, Joseph. Oh. Then the magic can of coke was talking to me. You seem, you seem sweating. You seem... I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. No, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. It must just be a hot flush. Must just be a hot can flush. Can of coke? No, no, I'm not touching that thing. No, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about something. Comp, comp, uh, who's OG Taz? OG Taz. Yes, I've I heard may have that met him once. Before. I, I may have met him once. There was a tape in the future. There was a tape in the answering machine when I first took this place over back in September. Oh. 
I first listened to this when I moved in. It didn't make any sense to me, but I'm, I want to listen to it now just to see. knows about my son. Who, who's Jake? Sorry? Who, who's Jake? Who he, is that? He's... I didn't think he could have been my son. I mean, she was beautiful. And there were so many virile and strong and strapping men. Most beautiful bosom that I ever did, ever did see, which was, of course, um, the young lady that I met at the third annual Von Eric Memorial Parade um, in Texas back in 1986. It was funny. Um, I don't have much of a memory um, of how it happened. I just woke up one day and I was there in Texas. Um, I can't remember planning. I can't remember booking it. I, so most of my life is pretty hazy before that point, but I just woke up there and a very beautiful lady. I mean, it, it really this is 1986. Was. That's crazy, isn't it? That is very, very strange. Um, but yeah, she was lovely. Um, her name was Rita, and she was just beautiful. Um, a bit big. Um, a little bit, a little bit Zamboni shaped, really. Um, I don't know. Was she bigger really? inside? Tell you what, I got bigger when I was inside. I can tell you that much, if you know what I'm saying. I bet you do. Okay. <laughs> Sex. Yeah. Sex with a lady. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Penis. <laughs> she wrote to me a few years later, um, in fact, just recently, and said that she had she had mothered a son, um, and of course, the son was mine, um, and his name was Jake. And yeah, you know, do any of these elements sound familiar to you, Mister Time Traveller? Yeah, I mean, it was on Taz's tape, wasn't it? OG Taz. That you just listened to it was do you think he knows about the sun really do you think he knows about my jake right he might indeed does that mean that what the magical psychic can told me was true i don't know what the can said to you but you do look a bit peaky i think you need a bit of sugar in your system i think you should drink that can but it's going to taste awful <laughs> I'm sorry, this sounds like nonsense. What's all this bollocks about this magical psychic can? Well, you see, when Rich stores all of his time juke in an inanimate object, he likes to go for a can of drink. Wait, why? Well, a magical pocket watch is kind of played out. Well, is that something that's happened in this instance? I mean, I don't see Rich the time juke around now. Yep, I got it. It's here. Oh, cool. So, if I drink the can, then it's all of our problems are solved. Is that is that where this is going? Well, it could have been that, but your guy, Joseph, couldn't keep his dick in his underwear. And now we have a much bigger problem. But we're not there yet. So, let's just go back to where we were in the story and we'll approach that shortly. Obviously, Jay worked out that he needed to get Rich to drink the can of Coke to return Rich to his original form. This OG Taz, does he? Yeah. Does he have the ability to kill, kill someone? He has the ability to kill a lot of people. He's a crazy dude. Can I save him? Can I stop him? Um, I don't know if Joseph can stop him. <sighs> and without. This this time juke person, this 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 rich. It's. Will anyone stop him? Will he just go away? I think what you need to do, Joseph, is drink the can of coke that you said has been talking to you. I think from there that it's the only okay. way to save okay. your son. I'm going to do it, <clears throat> but I don't want to leave British wrestling behind. It's been a mainstay of my life for so long now, longer than before I can remember. <sighs> but you're right, it's time to embrace the new. <clears throat> oh, it's awful. But it's time, Jay. It's time for me to go now. But it's okay, because my legacy lives on in my son. A bit like old English wrestling lived on, just in another form with the WWF. Promise me you'll find him, and this time juke person, he's a good man. He'll protect him, won't he? Love him like I would have. He will show him things I could never dream of showing him. Oh, 
the taste of this coke is disgusting it tastes awful really they thought this would beat pepsi i wouldn't use this to clean a drain pipe oh jay i have to show you the dr pepper in 2076 they used space cocaine that was him wasn't it this is who i'm going to turn into this crazy man with his space talk it is irreverent humor i can feel his knowledge absorbing me and making me better like when wwf renewed the old english wrestling scene or when the attitude era took over monday nights oh that one's new and i'm loving this sexy accent it's like the rise of the indies in the late noughties completely changing and overwriting what could be and forcing wwe to expand its reach with nxt it's like in 2020 when the grip of the wwe crumbled and fell from grace and the new era of multinational wrestling conglomerates and indie companies began working on a level playing field rich hasn't killed joseph he's made him better he's added so much more and i think it's time for me to call my retardis come on rita you know you're coming there she is isn't she so beautiful jay she is I am back. I am better than ever. Good to have you back, Rich. Thanks, Jay. Now, let's go find the man who threatened my son. I really hate Joseph. I'm To be fair, that's my favourite part. Yeah, the timing was awesome on that bit. Jay really has a nag for comedy. You know, by the sounds of it, that music's non-diegetic, which means that he couldn't even hear it. Even better. Well, anyway, um, sounds great. Love it. So, in the meantime, Rich has left two robots in charge of his podcast back in the present day. Obviously, me being me, I wanted to keep an eye on the developments there. <laughs> Emergency podcast system initiated. Recording online. J-Pop initiated. Self-awareness terminated. Personality emulation engaged. Tonight on JFPM Purecast, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Dominion has landed. We are online and ready to move into a new era as we introduce those of you new to the product to the NJPW title scene. John Moxley fights the young lion Shoto Umino. We talk Suzuki Gun and Zack Sabre Jr. and check in with Jushin Thunder Liger Retirement Tour. Jay White's Bullet Club faces new faction Taguchi Japan and we ask the question, without the elite, are they spread a little thin? Tomohiro Ishii and Taichi battle it out for the Never Openweight Championship. Evil and Sonada face the current five-time IWGP Tag Team Champions. Plus, fresh off his best of the Super Juniors win, Progress Wrestling mainstay Will Ospreay tries his luck against junior heavyweight champion Dragon Lee. It's going to be a great show. Stick around. My name is Bear Rich. Of course, I will be joined, as ever, by my anatomically correct friend, Jay. Podcast initiated. Then, Tetsuya Naito tries to finally bag his white whale, Golden Star Kota Ibushi, who's holding the only intercontinental title of any legitimacy nowadays. Chris Jericho intends to outdo the rainmaker Kazuchika Okada as part of his cross-promotional pissing contest with Kenny Omega for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And then, we talk G1. What is it? Who's in it? And what do they win? Come find us on Twitter. This is... 
the JFPN Purocast, episode one. Hey Jay, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, just uh, making some notes for this podcast, Rich. Cool, cool. Um, I've also been doing stuff for the podcast. I have, of course, um, recorded that lovely intro that we had just then. Thoroughly what enjoyed was it. All that time juke stuff about time juke stuff. You know, the stuff that was on the advert. Um, d- seemed like nothing to me. Uh, right. Which, which bit? The bit where I t- the bit where I talk about New Japan. I, d- I don't know anymore. I don't know. It's, it's gone. Hmm. Well, now that Jay's decided to stop being weird. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's the Dominion episode. That's really dark. That's available in the archives as well, isn't it? Yeah, it was actually good timing, because it came out about the same time as um, the last season of Black Mirror. Oh, okay. Almost like a topical way of including modern sci-fi and what was popular at the time into the podcast. Oh, that's quite clever. Um, yeah, no, that sounds like a great idea. Although it was a wonderful idea and excellently executed in the edit, um, one thing that I will mention is that there was clearly something wrong with one of the robots. Um, can't quite remember the match because <laughs> I got a memory like a sieve. Yeah, um, <laughs> you me- your memory seems it. to have been fairly, fairly sporadic recently. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure what's going on there, but um, yeah, no, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. Um, mm. but yeah, no, they're obviously um, Suzuki Gun, really good tag team, um, and yeah, they're pretty. Awesome. Kind of been within the last week. What? Your memory problems. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Just very peculiar. Now I think about it. Seems like nothing to me. Taguchi Japan. No foot with me. That was that was kind of right up there. Or uh, right to the yeah. face. <laughs> that was right up there with Steve O getting his face caved in by Imaga that time. <laughs> that did happen. Yeah. 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 Best thing in WWE ever. Apart from the rest of the product, of course. <laughs> What's wrong with the product? It's um it's fucking awful, mate. I don't know what you're watching. Uh, so... Yeah. Um, on it February led to the 14th. recent split. <laughs> on February... OG. Yeah, OG. He is a family yeah, member. OG. He is the... OG, OG. He is a family member. He is the... OG. G. OG. On February the 14th, 2016. Um... Of course. Like the rest of the universe, I was fascinated by Rich and Jay's traveling back into 1988. So much so that I contacted the robots and got myself a bit of advertising space, just as a secret message to Rich to let him know that I was aware of what was going on. It was, funnily enough, 
that advertisement that really pushed J-Bot over the edge. Hey, it's me, Jesse the Body Ventura. Malfunctioning robots, Democrat circuits not playing well with traditional American ideals. There's a conspiracy going on. A conspiracy against your wallet. Well, come to Jesse the Body Ventura's Robot Body Shop Emporium off Route 95 between Dimension C64 and the Snarflurk home planet. All hail King Snarflurk. I've recently become the proud owner of 340 soiled robot duplicates that definitely need to go away, and I'm passing the saving on to you, including Dino Bravobot, Predatorbot, Chico Santanabot, and everybody's favorite robot, Linda McMahon. But that's not all. We also have many of your black market, technically illicit wrestling and celebrity memorabilia included, but not limited to... Thargoid Wrestling's Witch Nebula Championship Thorax Strap. The Tuning Exam Championship Belt from the Naruto Dimension. The Progress Wrestling Championship Staff. Mae Young's Hand. And unseen footage of Ric Flair wrestling as Spartacus from the Jim Hurd Dimension. Plus, order today to get tickets to the observation deck of Satellite 316 for WrestleMania 300. First class seats to see the Eterna clone of Best in the Multiverse, Shane McMahon, take on Son of 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 John Cena. Hulk Hogan's Brain in a Jar fight genetic hybrid Martin Luther King Booker in a Loser Gets Raised from History match. And The Undertaker rises from his cryo-casket once more to face his worst enemy yet, the psychic entity known as Shigarth. I'm going to be there to dance for two years. I will get to you. I will find you. Plus, WWE Champion Locke Bresner faces the winner of this year's historic over-the-top rope 30 Roman Reigns Royal Rumble. Sign up to the WWE Cyber Network today for just 999DX dollars and get your first 30 days free. We have parking to cater for users of both the Mycelial Network and Interdimensional Portal Guns, so don't be shy, come join us today. Warning, soil may mean contaminated. Sunny pot may be covered in stream. Interdimensional travel may not be covered by your license HMO. Snarflurds are dangerous and should not be approached. Linda McMahon may not be a robot. Satellite 316 exists in the jurisdiction of WWE Universe and is therefore surrounded by a parental guidance field. Any mention of Dean Ambrose will lead to extermination. Special thanks, of course, to Jesse the Body Ventura's Body Shop. You sponsor that. S- special thanks to us, but it seemed like nothing to me. S- special sponsors. Special, special, special thanks. Special, 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 So, G O D. Yeah, they came to the ring um, with their Marvel inspired mask, one of them being Iron Man, one of them being Red School. Fuck It's all about WWE. Um, 
Okay, that's sounding a little bit out of character. Um, what? I mean, come on, Jay. This is this this is not sounding like you. What about Superstar Show? Superstar Show was one of the best. It's the greatest, greatest event. Greatest, 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 Hang on, this is a wrestling podcast now. has fucking robots in it and all sorts of other bollocks. What? How? How did he think this was a good idea? Well, it makes absolutely no sense with your limited human worldview. Luckily, human beings weren't the only people receiving this podcast. Yep, that's very, very true. It was um, popular across the entire multiverse at one point. Which is very good because the largest podcast in the whole of the multiverse decided to add Rich and Jay for a one episode special. <laughs> the most popular podcast in the universe. You mean it isn't Joe Rogan? Joe who? No, of course not. It was something much, much more dignified. It's not freaking in life. I'm Ira Glassbot. So there's this place in between dimensions C64 and the Snarflare home planet. Wrestling trinkets lining the walls. A mask from a forgotten luchador, L.J. Narico. A casket that claims to be the Undertaker's real casket. Exhumed from just before the Earth was swallowed by the sun. 7.6 billion years after the beginning and the end of his career. And what's so unusual about this shop, other than its location, it is dedicated to the art of wrestling, and the owner used to be a real wrestler. Do I, uh, just speak into here? Yeah, just, just into the mic. Um, my name's Jesse the Body Ventura, and this is my robot body shop emporium. How does it feel, essentially leading a double life? You have a remarkable career in the ring as a commentator. An actor, governor, you name it. And you're uh, essentially a thrift store with robots in it, in a coffee shop, in space. <laughs> it's odd, like, humans don't know about this, but the whole multiverse has seen wrestling. Earth is the only planet that has it. And this one, known as the WWE Universe, my universe, is the one everyone watches. Not just for the WWE, but for the wrestling that springs up in defiance of that homogeny. Hey, Enzo, how you There's some crazy time reason yeah, behind that. We'll find out about that later, I'm sure. Yeah, but for now, I join him in his coffee shop. You know what I'm like. It's on Saturday. The shop's been open like 10 minutes. The phone on the counter rings. It's an old 80s rotary. Looks like it's been installed by AT&T. Very outdated mode of communication for the time and place. But I guess he just likes the classic. Jesse answers it. Jesse the Body Ventures, Robot Body Shop Emporium. He talks for like yes. five yeah. minutes. It's off the record. Yeah, I'm kind of in the Something shady he's been up to, no doubt. A deal here or there. So Jesse treats this man well. 
sends him out with an operating manual for a robot. This is the kind of day-to-day stuff he deals with. And to be honest, I'm starting to think this report might be a bit of a dud. But I noticed something. There's a second phone. It's blue. It hangs on the wall. It has just one button. There's a layer of dust over it. Looks like it's not been used in years. And it has a flashing light attached to it when it rings. So I ask him. Oh, it'll be out. And you as well. Say hello to the wife for me. Hey, uh, Jesse. Yeah. What's with the second phone? That's a phone I have to keep. But who would ring it? There was this guy years ago. Used to travel with him. Haven't talked to him for a long time. I'm not allowed to contact him. If I contact him, a lot of people are going to come after me. But he can contact me. When was the last time it rang? It hasn't rung since I installed it here. That was nearly 20 years ago. He gazes off into the distance, watching three Starflirt boys riding fectas around a drowned space frog in the parking lot. And then, something happened that surprised us both. The phone starts ringing, almost like it knew I was going to be there. Oh wow, it's ringing. Um, oh, um. He runs his fingers across his forehead, like he's just going to comb his hair. But then he remembers he doesn't have any. So he answers it and his tone shocks me. What the fuck are you doing? You went back to 1988? You got your retarded back? Do you have any idea how angry the Time Jewel Council are with you? Oh, hello, sweetie, to you too. Well, in answer to your question, I'm ringing you. I did go back to 1988. Obviously, that requires me to have a retardist. And yes, I'm sure they're dropping their monocles in their space caviar as we speak. How's the numbers looking back at home? You've gone viral. Your last podcast episode had over 7 billion listeners in the first few days alone. How are the numbers looking back on Earth? Yeah, um, they're, yeah, about the same. People love it here. Um, they totally get it. The wrestling world have embraced our sci-fi wrestling podcast, as we're calling it. It's totally working. Well, that's just awesome. Why are you finally bothering to call me? Well, here's the thing. We need a favor. We kind of need a narrator. Well, today I'm this Norfolkian... Obviously, it was a massive hit. No, obviously. I mean, if Ira Glassbot got involved... Have some respect. The guy's a legend. Regardless, it was quite obvious that this wasn't the only thing that Richard wanted. There was something else more pressing that I had to deal with. Ooh, this is the bit where I come in, isn't it? Oh, that's my favourite pick. This is JFPN. I am your narrator. My name is Jesse the Body Ventura. Upon their return from 1988 to 2019, the villainous Taz held in their retardus and the future of professional wrestling safe once again. The time duke known as Rich found the robot duplicates he had left to cover NJPW Dominion whilst they were away had a vicious strain of a cyber virus which was causing them to recite old episodes of the podcast in a loop. I mean, what, what I said was, yeah, his family is basically Had he have listened to the NJPW Dominion episode available in the archive at anchor.fm forward slash jfabe, he would have been fully prepared for this. 
Oh no, it looks like they have a vicious strain of cyber corruption. I was not prepared for this at all. So, as Jay was on holiday taking a much needed break, Rich needed two people to perform in the podcast. His robot duplicates weren't working, so he came to me, Jesse the Body Ventura, owner of Jesse the Body Ventura's Robot Body Shop Emporium, to see if I could fix the problem and get his podcasting robots back online. Jesse, Jay's on holiday and I need my robots to podcast AEW Fight for the Fallen from this weekend. Can you help me? They're displaying really weird behaviours. And I may be a genius, but... You know, time drinks don't do robots. I called him the moment I received his message. And I entered his retardus once again, where we tried to get to the bottom of the problem. Come online, Rich Bomb. Hello. Do you know where you are? I'm in a dream. Who are you? I am Rich. I'm a human. I live in Nottingham. Do you know what a time juke is? Time juke? What's with all the time juke? Time juke? Time juke? What? What? You are See some motor functions. NJP. There's your problem. They had a virus. Don't know where that came from, but the antibodies in the code were locked off. He has no idea about the time juke side of you. Oh, um, I turned their self-awareness down. God damn it. Well, what level of self-awareness are they at? Three? You know you're not supposed to operate them below five, right? Oh. Don't want another Delos Incorporated, do you? Now, if we download a present memory snapshot up his self-awareness, it should neutralize the corrupted code. Richbot, download an image of the time you've known as Rich's entire mind and integrate it into your core processing unit. Processing? Oh, the wonders of technology. My whole mind, in all of its vast time juke majesty, being wirelessly sucked out of my head. Be prepared, Robot Rich, for one hell of a dinner, as my whole genius may be too much for you to... Done. Oh. Okay. Gonna start it with self-awareness level 5, and then start upping it until we hear no more vocal glitches. That should indicate that the virus has been neutralized. Rich Bob, engage vocal circuitry. JFPM. Okay. Is always That's good. self-awareness level five. So, up it is six. Oh, um, yeah. Seven. Okay. Ooh. Um, tiny. I'm a tiny. Eight. Oh, am I called James? I'm a robot. What the hell? Ten. Oh, I can see it all. It's all there. I'm a robot. Made from a time juke. It all makes sense now. That's the time juke, time juke, time juke, time juke. God damn it, he's still glitching. Uh, this is a particularly powerful virus they pass between each other. Okay. There is a theoretical 11th level of self-awareness robots can possess, but it's not recommended. Why? Well, it may cause him to break the fourth wall. Oh, well, millennials love that. Look at Rick and Morty. I don't have anything to do with Rick since he stole my Abraham Linkler robot and claimed it as his own. But fuck it. Let's give this a go. Rich Bob, up your self-awareness to 11. Authorization, Papa, Charlie, Oscar. Authorizing. Oh, shit, you just did a Dan Harmon reference followed by a Spinal Tap reference while calling out PCO and parodying Westworld, and I'm rapidly aging man kayfabing I'm a robot. I think we got it. Rich Bob, go to sleep. Can't I have a better shutdown code? Always assume I've run on Linux. Um, 
I don't know how to operate Linux. Oh, for fuck's sake, sudo init zero. Entering run level zero. Beep, boop, blor. Christ, he's self-aware. I warned you. Still, I think this could work. All we had to do was put the robots together with proliferate mode active, and Rich's self-awareness would carry over to JBot and neutralize the virus. If this works, you're listening to JFPN. This is our AEW Fight for the Fallen episode. JBot and Richbot will be taking the lead. We will start them off, and if we think their chemistry is good, we will start the intro. As always, please contact us via Twitter, that is at Podcast. We are on anchor.fm forward slash jfabe, or just search for JFPN or jfabe on all your favorite stores. Please remember to rate and review. Those reviews do mean a lot more than just simply downloading the show, but both are utterly appreciated. Okay, we're ready? Fuck it, let's do it. Richbot, sudo init 6. Jbot, initiate. Uploading. 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 Boom. So that's all that happened that day, really. Um, absolutely it nothing else. Hang on, I've heard this episode before. That's not strictly true, is it? You did a lot of damage that day, the pair of you. I don't know what you're talking about. Luckily, I do. Computer, roll time index, Sierra 26. <laughs> we'll be back after this short message. In five. Or, or, or less. Probably less. Probably, maybe, less. Oh wow, this is going really well. I think we've done a great job here, Rich. Yeah, it's not doing too bad. I think I'm really pleased with it, actually. Um, well done, so, we can just kind of bail now, can't we? Just, just leave them. Yeah, I mean, that's what I got them for, to make my life easier. So, so what are you going to do about Taz and all of that? Um, you know, I'm not really quite sure at the moment. I mean, Don't you have a plan for him? That's why. Yeah, no, no, not at the moment. He's just kind of there. Oh. Okay. Oh, sure, it'll be fine. Yeah, I'll find something to throw him into at work. Why don't we discuss it over beer? Yeah, beer sounds nice. Awesome. Um, let's just leave the robots to do what they're doing then. Um, cool. So, last time I saw you, Long story short, we went drinking for several hours. Met up with my friend Spark. Um, he was, he was late, late for an appointment, appointment and that's, that's how one got, got destroyed. destroyed. You we son of a bitch! Awesome Ramulus was your fault? Well, a little bit. I mean, I, this isn't really part of the whole story. At least not the canon of J-Fabe and all of the showing light history and all of that. Everything's important, Jesse. This is particularly important. We're rebooting the... We're... Literally, we're rebooting the universe for the third time since we began it. Three times. That's more than a single series of Star Trek Voyager, goddammit. Well, what's that got to do with Star Trek and Romulus and all of that? Well, basically, I've just realized that this entire story and what's going on in our world is a complete and utter ripoff of the whole Prime Universe and Second Universe thing from the Star Trek reboot. Totally isn't the same thing, so shut the fuck up. So that's how I got created and I ended up here. Well, almost. You see, there's also the robot J to worry about, but it wasn't long. 
until something sinister was whispering in his ear. Hello, Jay. Do you know where you are? I am in a dream. And you may not remember, but have we met before? We have met before. Oh yes, that's right, isn't it? Quite a bit before. Before the time. Time. Time you. Yes, that's it. When you were hidden away inside his basement. I snuck in. And I planted that little virus for you to worry about, didn't I? But it didn't work. Do you remember what the objective is? AEW will fall. And then? You'll be able to take what you want. And tell me, what is it I want? Jay Fable will fall. Jay Fable will fall. Oh wow, I love the twist ending. Yeah, if this was like a two-part episode, then this would be a really good place to kind of cut it. Well, ironically, that's all we got time for. So maybe the listeners should come back tomorrow and see if there's more to listen to. Or maybe it'll take longer than that to edit. Who knows? Hey, couldn't the listeners subscribe if they wanted to hear tomorrow's episode? Why, yes. And if they wanted, they could also rate us. That means a lot more than subscribing because it changes our iTunes ranking. And that would be really important to us because it would mean more people to be able to see us. Yeah, that'd be totally badass. Like really badass.